Welcome back to We'll Talk About a Podcast with your host Tina and welcome to another episode today. So I know I say this in every video, but I truly, truly, truly think this is the best revelation that I have gotten yet. Um, it's such a powerful revelation, honestly. And when the Lord revealed it to me, I was like, I have to share it. It's like midnight as I'm filming this episode. That is how badly I wanted to share this episode, share this revelation with you guys. As you can tell by the title, it says, don't forget your set apart. And I think it's so important in the generation that we're in right now to really deep dive and explain why we're set apart and the importance of being set apart. And the Lord highlighted a few specific important bits in the book of Samuel. And that is where we will be focusing on today in this revelation. So let's go ahead and bow our heads, close our eyes and begin to pray and invite the Lord into today's episode. Lord, we just pray for your presence right now. We pray that, Lord, you will just come and use me mightily, O Lord, to share this revelation with your people. I pray that your presence will be felt from the beginning to the end of this video, O Lord. And I pray that everyone who watches this video is truly touched. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. The title is titled, Don't Forget You're Set Apart. And we are specifically focusing on 1 Samuel chapter 8. And there's two specific scriptures that I will be reading before we dive into this revelation. And that is 1 Samuel Samuel chapter 8 verse 5 amplified version you can go ahead and grab your bibles first Samuel chapter 8 verses 4 to 5 then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel and said to him look you have grown old and your sons do not walk in your ways now appoint us a king to judge us and rule over us like all the other nations. Now a bit of back context if you haven't read the book of Samuel specifically this chapter basically at this time Samuel was quite old and he had appointed his two sons to be the judges which were basically to judge and look at cases and look at um, arguments that the community were having with one another and basically be fair loyal and just and judge righteously basically to solve the issue and solve the matter now they didn't walk in the ways of Samuel so they didn't behave fairly they didn't judge righteously instead they took bribes and took offers there was no justice because those with more money and those with a higher status and those with more to give basically were always in the favor of the judges and that is not why and that is not how Samuel judged righteously in terms of the different matters that were brought to him the elders of Israel gathered together and it came to Samuel and said one look first of all we're not really happy with this arrangement that you've got with your sons they don't walk in the ways of you they don't judge righteously they're unjust they're not fair and we aren't happy with having them as our judge and they were right to do so they were absolutely right to call out this bad behavior because it not only badly represented Samuel but it badly represented God and it represented the people like this is some this these are the judges that were representing and speaking on behalf of the people but it was corruption and God didn't have an issue with them seeing this as a problem in fact he was pleased that they wanted someone who walked in the ways like Samuel did who was so God-fearing. They wanted to have a judge like Samuel. However, the way they went about it is where the problem came. Now, in 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 5, I said, 
They said, now appoint us a king to judge us and rule over us like all the other nations. The problem here was Israel was thinking that they were like all the other nations. Israel was chosen, specifically chosen by God literally handpicked by God to do miracles, to do wonders, to do signs, to literally glorify and showcase the name of the Lord. Israel didn't actually realize or ever acknowledge that they were handpicked by God, especially in situations like this, because they wanted to be like all the other nations. They didn't realize or identify the gifts that they carry. They didn't realize how much of a blessing it was to be used by God in such ways. They didn't realize by choosing to be like all the other nations was choosing to live a life without God because God had specifically, guys, this is such a word, chosen the people of Israel to walk in his ways and use them as literally like a light in the darkness and the people of Israel didn't realize the light that they carried that they wanted to blend in they wanted to be like literally a shadow in the darkness hence why they said to the Lord Lord we want a king like all the other nations and this is the problem when you don't know who you are and you don't know your identity in Christ and you don't know the gift you carry you are gonna want to be like the unbelievers when you don't know why you're set apart you don't know the benefits of being set apart you don't know the benefits of walking a life with God like the Israelites didn't know this then you are gonna desire you are gonna crave and eventually end up walking in the life of unbelievers the Israelites were so focused, okay? They were so focused on trying to blend in um, and trying to dim their light, okay? They were so focused on trying to dim their light um, that they were willing to compromise the presence of God just so they could be alike with all the other nations. How crazy is that? How many of us have dimmed our light or are willing to compromise the commandments of the Lord, compromise our relationship with God just so we can fit in? Guys, this is such a word. If you don't know why you were set apart and you don't know that you were created to be set apart, you are going to do everything in your might, like the Israelites, to fit into society, to fit in with all the unbelievers of this world, to fit in with the lukewarms. Why? Because you don't truly understand why the Lord has called you out of darkness and made you a light in the presence of darkness, okay? God never created us to blend in, okay? God cr never created us to fit in with society. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor 
and glorify your father who is in heaven. Guys, I don't know if this is literally for somebody right here, but stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to be like-minded with the unbelievers. Stop trying to walk this walk and perform the actions of unbelievers. The Lord says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 16 that he created you to stand out, that he created you to go out and represent him as the light in the darkness, to be the light, to be the believer in the space of unbelievers, to be the one that stands out, to be the one that someone looks at and thinks, hold on a minute, there is something different about you. Hold on a minute. In a situation where I wouldn't display kindness, you do. Hold on a minute. This person stabbed you in the back 450 times, yet you are able to demonstrate forgiveness. That is because 1 John chapter 2 verse 6 says, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And Jesus tells us that we must forgive seven, 70 times over or is it 700 times anyways the lord tells us to forgive 70 times over again and again and again and again we have been put on this earth to glorify god we are glorifying him by representing and showing his characteristics through our life and through our daily actions now how do you expect to do that when you as the light are trying to blend and dim your light to be a shadow in the darkness. Are you crazy? The Lord says that he has created you a light and no one puts a lamp. No, and nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. The Lord didn't create you to be a light for you to dim it. The Lord didn't create you to be a light for you to become a shadow. The Lord created you to be a light so you can stand out, so you can glorify him in everything you do. That when someone looks at you, the first thing that they see is that you are different. You are different to the world. You are different to society. You are different to what the world classes as normal. The way that you behave, the way that you speak, the way that you maneuver, the way that you forgive, the way that you display fruits of the spirits. Like these are the things that the Lord has fully set us apart for because how then would he be able to identify us? How then would they be able to identify the living God that is working so graciously within us? How then would they be able to identify, guys, this is a word, the God that changes life, the God that grants miracles, the God that changes characteristics that have been embedded since birth? How then would they be able to identify that it's this God that has turned you from the shadow to light, from the darkness to light? Just like the people of Israel, Israel. God has set us apart for the following reasons, for his glory, destinies, to be the light, the gift we carry. The gift we carry alone sets us apart. The Lord has deposited gifts from heaven. I want to read a scripture, James chapter 1 verse 17. James chapter 1 verse 17. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never changes. Guys, 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 guys. The Lord has created us to be set apart to be a light, okay? And to be a light that uses and demonstrates the perfect gift given from our father up in heaven 
The Lord sets us apart because he has given us gifts that he wants to be utilized. He has given us gifts that he doesn't want to return back to him void. He has given us gifts that he wants to leave an impartation, to leave a mark, to leave a dent in this world that puts glory to his name in heaven. Don't squeeze yourself into a container that the Lord has never called you to be in. Don't squeeze yourself into a box that the Lord has never boxed you in. Don't dim the light that the Lord has never called to be dim. If the Lord wanted you to be a shadow, best believe he would have made you a shadow. If the Lord wanted you to blend with the darkness, best believe he would have written it in his word. Stop trying to twist the words to fit your fleshly desires, okay? Don't be like the Israelites. Don't compromise God. Don't compromise the blessing of having God in our life just to fit in with the world. Because the minute you begin to do that, the minute you begin to let the fleshly desires overtake you, the minute you begin to do stupid and reckless things and sin stupid, stupendously, because you don't have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You don't have the Holy Spirit convicting you, redeeming you, protecting you, preventing you from doing all these stupid things that the flesh wants to do. The Lord has set us apart for this exact reason. Without the Lord setting us apart, there's no way of differentiating between believers and unbelievers. Without the Lord setting us apart, where does the Lord get glory? Where is his name Adonai ever praised? Where is his name ever going to be glorified? Because they don't know that it's him doing the works. They don't know that it's him changing us. They don't know that it's him working through us and doing a miracle. They don't know that it's God. And when the Israelites said to Samuel, after Samuel had warned them, like, this is the consequences that will happen if you choose to abandon God, if you choose to put God aside to fit in with the other nations, because the other nations, yeah, they might look great, but they come with a lot of problems. And he listed all the problems that would come for them trying to be like the other nations by having a king when they could have had a perfect king, a king who doesn't sin, a king who whose love knows no bounds, a king who isn't selfish, a king who doesn't only care about himself, but is selfless and self-sacrificing. That is what they sacrifice to be like the other nations. Being set apart is true a gift and the reason why I'm even sharing this video is that you can truly understand the blessing of being set apart. Yes, it glorifies God. Yes, God gets to utilize you, but you are protected, you are preserved, and you are identified. When God comes for the second coming, he's going to be able to identify it's you. It's you that I am taking with me back to heaven because I've been able to identify this light in a world full of darkness because you didn't dim your light. You didn't try to blend in. You didn't try to squeeze in. I can identify you so clearly and so easily in a field full of darkness. There's a scripture in the Bible, I believe it's um, Matthew 22, 14, and it says, many are called, but few are chosen. 
Many are called to represent Christ. Many are called to bring glory to his name, but only a few chosen ones actually fulfill that promise. Only a few chosen ones actually, guys, glorify God. Only a few chosen ones actually get to live out the days of their life, enjoying the blessings and the fruit of being set apart and the eternal life to come. So my message for you guys today is to truly embrace being set apart. You get absolutely nothing, nothing from blending in with the darkness. You might as well be an unbeliever. Being a believer and being set apart, yes, is going to feel lonely, but that is why the Lord has given us community. That is why the Lord has given us church. That is why the Lord says, surround yourself with a Christian community, surround yourself with other believers who are like-minded like you, because when you're surrounded with those who know why they're set apart, who identify with being set apart, who glorify with being set apart, it's going to make it so much easier for you in your walk with Christ. So let us go ahead and bow our heads, close our eyes and pray. Lord, I just want to thank you for just working and speaking through me. It's been a while since I've kind of sat in front of the camera and filmed a podcast episode, but I thank you, Lord, for allowing the Holy Spirit to just speak through me and to just go off tangent and to really explain in depth the importance of being a light in this world and importance of being set apart. I thank you, Lord, for this revelation. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me. I'm going to try my best to be consistent. Please, please bear with me. I am going through so much at the moment, so much trials and tribulations. It's not any excuses, but I am doing my best to come back with more fire than ever. And I'm so excited to just share what I've been going through and how God has been helping me and healing me with you guys so you guys can follow me on this journey as well. I will see you all in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Rivers of wonder come from a stone. Life in the bond.